Welcome to the Yogi MD podcast. It's Nadine, yoga teacher, health coach, and retired doctor, here to bring you and your body together, not in sickness, but in health. Thanks for taking this time for yourself. Hello, everyone. Here is bonus content from my interview with horticulturist Brenda Shelton. She imparts personal experiences, which I felt were cautionary tales about losing our connection to nature. The most important lesson I took from our talk was that nature sustains us and we are intimately connected to it, so we should treat it with reverence and great respect. Thank you so very much to Brenda for sharing her expertise and wisdom on the previous episode. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, it's well worth your time. Teaching our kids to love where our food grows. Saddest thing that I ever witnessed is that I was at a condominium development and I was planting someone's garden. Somebody that wanted diversity, somebody that wanted fragrance. And one of the little girls that lived in the condo development, she was maybe about four or five years old, that age when you still have a burning curiosity about mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. So she came out, she was watching me very politely. She asked me what I was doing and I explained it to her. And she said, can I help? And I said, absolutely you can help. So she was helping me and she was getting soil all into her hands and she was really getting into it. And then finally her mom came out and called her and she looked at her daughter's hands and she said, you're filthy. Let's get inside and let's wash that off of you. That's dirty, dirty, dirty. We don't want that. And so this beautiful, pleasant experience that this little girl had was now tainted and she was told that having soil on your pans is dirty. I mean, and that goes back way into the aristocracy where peasant was turned into a dirty word and peasant just meant person of the earth. Listen, if you eat food today, somebody got dirty growing that mm -hmm. food. Mm -hmm. You better appreciate somebody that wants to get dirty and wants to get sweaty and wants to smell because other than that, you're gonna starve to death. Mm -hmm. Potatoes do not grow on trees. Potatoes do not grow on trees, as one lady asked me, but I said potatoes grow in the soil, yikes! she thought that they grew on trees and you could pick them from trees. And when I told her, no, potatoes grow in the soil, there's roots, mm -hmm. she wrinkled up her nose and she said, I had no idea that potatoes were so dirty because by the time they come to market, they're scrubbed. The detriments of plastic. 
you know, with all this plastic that's in the oceans. And now they're saying if you drink bottled water, you're drinking pieces of plastic so small that it's at the cellular level. Our grandparents never had to contend with this. They pumped the water from a well. And that's why those grandparents lived to be in their 80s and their 90s. And they could outwork us because they weren't guinea pigs for whatever is caramel XYZ or blue, blue coloring 4358 or any of the rest of this stuff. They were as naturally tied to the environment as any mammal was. Mm. And there was no differentiation mm -hmm. whatsoever. The mm -hmm. only thing is, is that instead of living in a burrow, they lived in a farmhouse. Disappearing nurseries. When I started in the business 30 years ago, back in 1990, there were so many nurseries in the city of Chicago that you could throw a stone and you could hit one. Every single one of them is gone. Every single one of them. There's not a single nursery left in Chicago except Gethsemane up on Ridge Road and teeny tiny Fertile. And then there's little pockets of them all over the place. But there used to be greenhouses growing plants in Evanston. There were greenhouses growing plants in Andersonville. Every single one of those, their children wanted nothing to do with horticulture. They wanted to play golf. They wanted to be clean. They didn't want to put in the hours that their parents did, which allowed them to get that education. And so they had no choice, but they sold the greenhouses, the land got torn down, and it's nothing but a memory now. Now it's townhouses and homes. One of the saddest losses that we had, there used to be a nursery up in Sagatuck. Four generations. It started back in the early 1900s. It was called Wavecrest. They were renowned for doing their own hybridizing and their own growing and they made cultivars and anybody who was in the plant world knew Wavecrest and shopped at Wavecrest. It doesn't exist anymore. After 80 years it went out of business mm. because the woman who owned it had no children to pass it on to oh and she wanted to be able to have a life when she was in her 60s and so it got sold off, and it got sold off to build homes. And there's still the core part of the nursery that they're hanging onto for the family, but how long is that going to be there before all the members of the family say, you know what, we're sitting on all this acreage, this acreage is worth a lot of money, let's just sell it off into 10-acre plots for housing development. So there was a case of where you had the most genius of nurseries possible but there were no heirs and the woman had a right to want to be able to have a life and do something when she could still physically move around and it's gone the episode is full of gems so i will forego adding any tips this time thanks for being here see you next time